Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a coalition of creator-owned podcasts that have teamed up to elevate their content and extend their reach by working together. You can check us out there at greenlitpodcast.com and also other shows such as Retronauts, Hardcore Gaming 101, and more. This week on Video Death Loop. Plus, this would be way better without Batman. Everybody, welcome to Video Death Loop, the podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. I'm your host for this week, Aaron Littleton. With me is your co-host, John Hurst. What's up, John? Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Aaron? John, I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm doing I'm doing fine. I was Are you say. doing are you doing fine or are you good? Those are two very, very different things. I guess there's a there's a gulf there, isn't there? There's yeah, like fine. I feel like fine is the sarcastic cousin of good. It's like, I'm fine. You're not yeah. like no one. Like if you say you're fine, sometimes that's not the uh, it's not the right call. It's you know, like it's like I'm fine. It's like, are you are, are you sure? I, that makes me want to question it. Like fine makes me want to respond with more questions. It's like a 20 question game. It's like, OK, what are you not fine with? The. uh I would like to see the numbers there on the number of people that say fine in a sarcastic way when someone asks them if they're good or not. I, I don't know. I get, I see what you're saying. I'm by it. Like I buy right. it. I definitely buy it. But at the same time, unless you were just ready to unload on how you are <laughs> not good then you don't, I mean, people are going to pick up on the sarcasm you're dropping. I right, think they right. are. I think they are. And then they're going to be like, well, what's, what's going on? Like, what's wrong? And then you're in it. Then you're, then you're having to talk to these people. I mean, if you're really not that good, if you're really fine, <laughs> then you're saying good with as little intonation of any emotion as possible <laughs> just to fucking get on with it right right like, just get past it yeah it's like it's like you just say good and then you go like we're not talking about this anymore it's like, the kind of yeah it, it's kind of the same thing that happens when uh when someone goes like how are you and i go i'm good and yeah. if i respond back how are you and they go i'm well my my initial response is like who the hell do you think you are <laughs> you're probably <laughs> linguistically correct to say you're well but fuck right on off yeah you know like i'm speaking the people's english right here that's, that's what i'm doing you think you think you got the upper hand now wait till we get to the revolution <laughs> the, there's this like i don't know what it is but where i work there's a lot of people that have worked there for a long time yeah and hell, life i've worked i've worked there for a long time at this point too um, but not as not as long as a lot of people. And there seems to be this kind of low key one upsmanship about how how nice of a day you're saying you're having in the most like bland and I don't really mean this way possible. And I don't know if that's everywhere, but like there's one guy, you know, if he calls me on the phone, I'm like, oh, how are you doing today? And his his response is almost invariably any better 
and I'd have to sit on my hands to keep from waving them. And it's every single fucking day. He says that with the most bland, gray, like emotionless tone you can possibly imagine. It, that's a weird phrase to it's what does it's, that mean what does that I, mean i think it just means that like if you are like absolutely ecstatic you'd probably be waving your hands around that you're so happy so sure like okay. at eight like i don't it doesn't matter at 8 30 in the morning if this guy has got something he's got to talk to me about and he calls me on the phone how's it going any better and i'd have to s- sit on my hands to keep from waving them. That's how you lose blood circulation, dude. <laughs> guess, I guess, I get. I don't know. It's like there's there's a number of people that and they've all got these really folksy sorts of ways to say that they are having the best damn day ever, but they do not mean it. There is no emotion in their voice, and I think it is slowly poisoning me and turning me into a crazy <laughs> man. Yeah, soon, soon enough, man. Like you give, give it a couple more years. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get a watch from your business, and your next. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna join them. You're gonna join them in the phrase game. You're gonna be yeah, saying. There's, there's no doubt about it. There's absolutely no doubt about it that if you, I stay there, and I almost certainly will at this point, I guess. Um, that yes, I will become one of these like sad old men that just like are angry at younger people and have to rub in how boring their life has become because they've stayed at this one job. Oh God, John, I've got to quit my job. Okay. All right. Here's what what you do when like, here's what happens when you, when you reach that point, they're going to hand you a fortune cookie. And when you open that fortune cookie, that's going to be the phrase that you have to say with the most bland, apathetic tone, lethargic tone in your voice, like another day in paradise or something like that. Oh, I get that. that. I get that. That's somebody. Somebody's already claimed another day in paradise. All right. So that's pre-claimed. I've got to come up with with my own sort of emotionless um, ecstasy. Yeah, that like at that point, that's when you knew you got that's your Logan's run right there. That's when you got to get the hell out of there. You got to like <laughs> yeah. they are going to murder you with <laughs> like apathy at that point. Final day for another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, speaking of workplaces, John, oh, we, do have a, we do have a video, uh, oh, cool. video a video to watch. I love workplaces and I love I love videos. So this is a great combination. Yeah. Um, uh, so as uh, as your host for this week, I have picked out this video. We're going to watch on loop until cool. one of us uh, can't take it anymore. Uh, I know what it is. Of course, John does not know what it is. It will be a complete surprise. The completest of surprises for John. And uh, I think we're going to get this thing going. All right. Uh, here in about three Two, one, now. Oh, and there we yeah. go, John. Is is this the emergency room? The TV show? Yep, it's the trailer to ER. This isn't Scrubs. No, nope. not Scrubs at all. Every- I, I think this may have been the show that sort of revitalized like the medical drama or it was there medical drama before this? Like I'm there sure was. there, I'm sure there was, but this was a, this was massive. 
Oh yeah. ER was was a and, and I don't know. I there's a very strong possibility ER is still going on. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I want to say it's not, but definitely because of the show, people were like it, it the, the fever was catching and it was infectious and everyone had to go to the ER. So <laughs> Yep, exactly. Like, Hoping to the, get that young George Clooney doctor. Ooh, yes. Look at that chin. Yes. He's he's applying the uh the x-rays to the uh what what's it called the x-ray light thingy that like it's a negative light? Is it black light? What what is that? I don't uh, I have no idea, John. I guess it wait, does it does it actually reverse the colors of the x-ray when you hang it on it? Or is I, it just is it just a light box? I thought it was like a light box that maybe like maybe you got negatives, but I'm not I don't know. I'm no doctor, man. I uh, I like the wor- the worst. I've not broken a bone, Aaron, ever. Hey, I'm uh, I was about to say I'm with you, but I think I th- I never got it actually x-rayed. But I, I do think I broke my finger at one point. Ooh, I fractured my fifth metatarsal, which is my fancy way of saying I fractured my pinky toe of all things. <laughs> Which yeah. is which is basically like, eh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Walk it off. There's like, literally nothing we can do about this. Yeah, it's like you just, uh, I don't know, maybe like don't hop on it for a while, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I, I don't, yeah, apart from that, apart from that finger, I have never, I've never broken a, a bone like yeah. at all. And maybe I've needed to be living a more um, exciting life. But, you know, now that I think about it, like. I don't run into a lot of people with broken bones. I feel like as a child, I remember oh, all the time in my class were like constantly breaking bones. They're breaking bones like they they were made out of graham crackers. Oh, um, they pro- most of them probably were at that point. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But like as an adult, the number of people I see with broken bones is very low. Very low. Where's all the if, broken? Where's all the broken bones at, John? Aaron, I will at? tell you. I will tell you where all the broken bones are at, and that is company softball games that is where all the broken bones are um i worked at a like if we're going back to workplaces real quick i sure, worked at a place ER, the a workplace your ER, workplace. E- er is a workplace but it's i work in programming jobs where it's very sedentary and people are yep. not very living a very active lifestyle really and yeah <laughs> and and the company at one point it's like hey let's uh we're gonna join a softball league you guys into it and people were into it I was not one of these people because I could smell the, the chaos coming and yeah. I just wanted to sit on the sidelines. I'll enjoy it. So, yeah, the the team that they that they were on, they were um like they were it was just a bunch of software developers and some of the account managers who had just the simplest bare minimum level of athleticism, maybe like in <laughs> high school and stuff. Right. So yeah. They like they got together, and I've never seen a team of more broken bones and fractures than than that team How throughout the year. Break a bone in softball? Uh, Are you, these you guys get... like sliding into bases? Oh or... yeah, that's that, they oh, thought really? that, that was their whole plan. It's like you know what? We're gonna be cool. We're gonna be the we're gonna be the cool coders, man. We're gonna be the ones that are gonna go out there. We're gonna slide into bases and go like, man, I didn't know programmers could be that that sporty. Oh no! I think that was their whole plan, and they got hella injured. I think someone broke, someone definitely cracked a rib. Uh, right? Like, like it was like, like they were playing the minor minor league softball, and they were they doing they were doing double A minor league injuries at the bare bare minimum here. <laughs> like definitely, I, definitely like an like uh like an arm got broken and uh and someone's like foot at one point. But I those are the ones was, I remember. 
I think it would be great to have a a team of doctors that like a softball team of ER doctors apart from the fact that no one is taking care of the ER on Thursday <laughs> on Thursday nights at seven o'clock. Oh, I would watch that show. They're all I, down at the municipal park playing against the uh the the ranchville programmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, like George the- We've got doc. We've got Doctor Green here, who I'm pretty sure was a dude on ER. Doctor Green. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that was George Clooney or the guy that ultimately ended up being the star of the show after George Clooney left. Um, oh, did he actually leave the show? I thought he was just. Oh uh, yeah, I mean big star, but yeah, no, like this got him launched. It was a. It was a real like. It was, a, it was just one of those shows where you know sometimes when you go and you turn on like old you know shows like. You remember uh, Growing Pains? Do you remember that show, Growing yeah. Pains, with yeah, with um, with those guys in it? Those, then, those, those people, those guys, those guys. And then, and then you turn it on, and you're like, "What the fuck is Leonardo DiCaprio doing on Growing Pains as a series regular?" <laughs> and and then of course it was like that Titanic movie came out and uh, so all of a sudden you didn't get Leonardo DiCaprio on your growing pains anymore. No, no, the grow he grew out of those pains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had a different new new type of pain. Right. The Hollywood uh, yeah. lifestyle. But so that's what I'm pretty sure that's what happened with ER. I think it was if you watch there's this kind of a there's a guy that you see early on in the trailer who's sort of he's like kind of balding. He's he's wearing glasses. He's you know, I don't know. He's just like a, a doctor guy. That guy, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> Dr. Guy. Dr. Man. Oh. Dr. Man Guy Man. Doctor, I'm Dr. Man Guy. Man Guy Dude. <laughs> man Guy Dude. That sounds like a that sounds like a very bad radio like morning show host. Well, John, this show was created by Michael Crichton, uh, mm. who also invented dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, so Proven. like yeah. And uh, I think everybody in that in, in Jurassic Park, maybe one character's name in Jurassic Park, not not Jeff Goldblum. Mr. TNA. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> um, sh- uh, Grant. The dude, the dude last name is Grant. Archaeology Grant. Yes. Archie, Archie Grant. Archie Grant. That's the thing. Yeah. Fucking Archie Grant. <laughs> Look at the script. His name is Archaeology Grant. <laughs> Short for, for it's it, it like we we shortened it to Archie. <laughs> yep, yeah. So doc, yeah. So Michael Crichton, you know, created some at least you know one of the most renowned movies. Or he wrote? Did he write the book? Is that he wrote the book? He wrote okay. the book, and they were like Steven Spielberg is like, hey, hey, Michael Crichton, famed author, and uh, um, you, I want to make your movie. Created into a movie called Grant. Yes, <laughs> that that one makes sense. That one makes way more sense. <laughs> well, his middle name is Ology. Um, okay, I'm tr- I'm trying to remember a second person's name in that. Um, not was new. No, he's just Newman in another. <laughs> fucking yeah. exactly, dude. What I'm saying is Michael Crichton does not come up with memorable names. Oh, oh, so oh, oh uh, T Rex. Watching- T Rex. He's a character. The T Rex is a character. It's, it's just like saying. You know the other guys. Oh, what about man? Do you remember man, or human in that mapping? Human. There were a lot of them. Yeah. Well, every Big character's family. name was you. Exactly. 
Michael Crichton, shit at coming up with names. Okay. <laughs> so pretty yeah. good, pretty good like concepts, the guy good though. Good concepts. I mean, vaguely though, right? Like, if you look at our spread of of Michael Crichton created media, like one of them is literally like, what if there were dinosaurs, you guys? Like, that's all it is. And then the other one is like, what if there was an emergency room? <laughs> yeah, they're like he, he, he's kind of like the the where like where Stephen King kind of can kind of go based on like horror a horror thing in Maine happening. Uh, Michael Crichton is basically it's like, hey, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? What if we had thing? But then humans are dramatic about it. <laughs> I guess like Congo. Congo was a Mike and Michael Crichton thing, and that's like 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 gorillas and blood diamonds. I think I can't remember. I've <laughs> not seen. I've not seen Congo. I, I I mean, is are there gorillas? Do they fight gorillas in Congo? Who knows at this point? I'm pri- I'm pretty sure at one point there may be a grill standoff. I haven't seen that movie since the 90s. I just remember a lot of sign language happening, and I'm pretty sure there was a subplot of, of blood diamonds happening in there at some point. But um, right. and I'm, I think maybe the gr- the gorillas like are a big central part of it. But I I don't know. I just remember I tried to read the book in seventh grade and I was bored to tears. <laughs> so. Right. Like did not have nearly enough dinosaurs to keep my interest. So, so what, what? Yeah. What do, what else has my. OK, he made Congo. All right. What if a, what if. I don't know, Africa, I guess. Like, what if there was Africa? <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. I mean, seriously. So what if there is an ER? I guess really when you he get made right a time machine movie. He made timeline. Did he, did, yeah, okay, it's the okay. one where they go back in time as and like fight knights and stuff. But the time machine makes your bones super brittle or something. It's weird. It's weird. It's not. <laughs> God, they start breaking bones. Yeah, like yeah. Like it's a... graham crackers. Yeah, it's like what if your what if time travel like... broke your bones? And that probably why is why why <laughs> that they probably tied into ER in some way. I'm sure <laughs> that would that would have been a real baller crossover. I seem to I remembered Michael Crichton. I made some kind of a time travel movie, but for some reason in my head, it was the visitors, which is like the American version of Les Visiteurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a little that's a little different. But I don't know. Is it though? It's both it's got knights and stuff in it, right? I, I, the what, knight, what I think some, the knight went what forward in the knights, future. In the- what if some knights <laughs> created by Michael Crichton? What if some knights? Aaron, I want to I want us to get to Hollywood immediately, and I just want to go into I want to do some literal elevator pitches to people at Universal. Like we just hang out at the elevator for a time, and like when we see a guy in a suit, be like, "Hey, hey, I got a concept for you. Got an idea? What if knights?" And the, <laughs> the, <laughs> hang, hang the fuck on, like Game of yeah. Thrones knights, definitely like that, but way bigger budget. I'm on board. Okay, we got Netflix. Two Netflix seasons. Yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever movie theaters open back up, which they're definitely going to do, uh, he says sarcastically, yeah. uh, "We'll definitely put that." Up. What is what is going to happen with all those movies, John? What is going to happen? Like there like, are so many like massive budget movies that they just refuse to release on streaming, even though no one's going to be able to see a movie for like six months. At the fucking latest, you know, I think we're gonna have a pay per view. Excuse me, pay pay per view is gonna finally pay per view is finally. It's like yes, 
Finally, get your cable <laughs> boxes back, people. You're going to call a toll-free number, and you're going to use your credit card to buy a $40 movie. If he's back. It's back. I'll be, like, there was definitely a point um, when, before before this, this uh, uh, pandemic, where I think there was some rumblings that, that was def- that was something like what if you could pay 50 bucks and and see uh see a first run movie that was in theaters you know you, you just got to watch it like the one time or something but you know you could have people over or whatever yeah. and it's like it's tough for me to leave my house because I, I have a daughter that's you know very young and i you know it's to you know arrange babysitting to go to the movie theater or it's whatever effort. it's an effort it's it's a massive effort but i do want to like have the conversations with people i want to talk about those new movies that came out so like yeah i would definitely like there was a point where i would have definitely paid you know 50 bucks uh to have watched you know invite some friends over whatever and like by the time you've paid for it and mm-hmm. you know that's would have been literally cheaper than everybody's ticket that came over to watch you pop your own popcorn drink beer whatever you want to do yeah. um it's a good it's a good time and you know compared to movie theaters relatively inexpensive and home theater yeah. setups are good enough that like who cares weirdly uh, enough we're still stickers on you bringing in outside food i don't know how that yeah. happened <laughs> somehow <laughs> they sent somebody there uh but now you know you're like fuck no like if, if it ain't on hulu i ain't watching it like yeah. nobody's watching any movies right now <laughs> I, I believe AMC and Universal just be, like, came down with a deal where they're, I think, after two or three weeks after the theater's release, they're going to do, like, the $20, $25 pop, like, direct uh, to stream movies. And I think that's one thing they're trying to do. So that's a kind of a big deal there. Right. But, like, no one, they're not releasing film. Like, there's, think about, like, Wonder Woman. I had this bag of Dorito. Like, Wonder Woman 84 is a gonna, was supposed to be, you know, a pretty big movie. Right. Um, I mean, that's a big budget movie, the sequel to a very successful movie. Um, probably like I think Wonder Woman was maybe the DC Universe's most popular movie. Like, I hate DC. I think we've gone over this before. I don't yeah. like any of those DC characters. They all kind of suck. That's kind of cool. It's kinda uh, cool. Uh, sometimes it's got a cave. It's got a cool man cave. Bat cave. I don't Even know, John. The more I think about I'm it, I'm just saying like, a- I think a couple- Batman has got like some level of hype that he does not fucking deserve. I, I mean, you just add a couple of Neo Geo machines to the, the bad cave. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. So I'd hang How out about, there. What if you, what if there was just a cave with some Neo Geo machines in it though? Fuck yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> what if you didn't? Yeah, exactly. Like what if you didn't have to put oh, up oh, like a Bruce Wayne running around in his big penny or whatever. <laughs> Even, that, that is better. I'm going to admit, like if I, if I walked into a cave and there were just on arcade machines, I'd be like, hell yeah. I would not question it. I would. All, all situations that you could imagine with Batman actually turn out to be much nicer if you just <laughs> imagine Batman not there instead. Okay. So, like, if uh, imagine. Oh, well, actually, great example. Arkham Asylum. If if Batman's not there, no, no one. Everyone just kind of hang out at Arkham Asylum. There's no baddies usually. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And what about, okay. Even people are maybe getting the help they need. Even Batman's origin story. Okay. Batman's a kid. He's leaving a movie theater with his his parents, right? Imagine Batman is not there. 
it's just a double homicide. There's no orphan left over at that point to feel sad about. Like that's better. That's fucking better. I would argue say that it's I, not. I would argue that depending on the movie, like it's Bruce, like Bruce. Uh, I'm about to say Bruce Willis, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Will- <laughs> that's a different Batman movie. That yep. also, I would probably watch Bruce Willis as Batman. I like just going to say, but just uh, Breakable dude, isn't that what that movie is? That's a good point, actually. That, I, I think I'll do that, but. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, like he, like they leave the movie theater early, early and sneak out the back door because of Bruce Wayne, basically, in that film. So, oh, is that right? I think like, at least in Batman Begins. So I don't know. There's a billion origin story, so it may be slightly different. Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that like that situation is better if if Batman is not there. Like it's just yeah. because yeah, sure his parents are still killed, but it's just like oh they died, but you know whatever they, they might not be, they might just still stay through the whole movie. But it's okay. But it's uh, even if they did, yeah. See, it's levels of better. Maybe they just stayed the whole movie and don't get shot. Okay, that's better. Yeah. But then them not even having a child to begin with, and not leaving an orphan behind, like to deal like emotionally with like the murder of his parents in front of his own eyes for the rest mm-hmm. of his life. That's better too. Like, it's not, you know, it's still not great because two people were murdered. I don't want to besmirch the good names of the Waynes. But, <laughs> but like, that's it's very sad they died. But, you know, it's kind of better if Batman's yeah. not there. Robin would have had a probably pretty good life in the circus being an acrobat, you know? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't get kidnapped by by Batman and taught how to how to become, you know, the boy wonder and they get chopped up. By the Joker with the next. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't George Clooney Batman at one point? John, we're getting there. Are we getting there? Are I we think getting- so. I think so. I hadn't thought about that, but John, we're. I think subconsciously we were thinking about that. I, I, not only that, but I'm pretty sure he was the forever Batman. Yep. Yeah, he Batman was, forever. He was he was kissing roses Is on the grave. Is that what he did? Did he leave ER and go straight to Batman? Is Man, that, I don't. Did did both of did our minds go there? Like uh, maybe did We're they connected? Did they man, find some kind of circuitous route to get us from ER to how much Batman sucks. <laughs> Is that because we just don't we 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 look at George Clooney and we just don't like him? Look at the ER. What if there was no Batman to like drag George Clooney away from ER? ER probably ER would ha- be better because you still got the Cloon. Yeah, the Cloonster. <laughs> the Cloon. The Cloon. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so happy that just sounds. It sounds like a like a Poly Shore offline. Like you try to make make work. And it's like now, nah, like even for him, it wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> Let me try. Let me go wheeze the cloon. It's like, ugh, ugh, sorry, 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 George Clooney. Didn't mean it. <laughs> Don't wheeze the cloon. <laughs> you um. Do you think I? I still want to. I still want to talk about this softball ER like like serial drama. Yeah, because no, I think there. I think there's on. something there. I like because imagine like yeah Thursday night they got the pinch hitter George Clooney like he's he's got to be in the ER for a special operation but he's their best batter and he's gonna win the he the, the championship is tonight what is he gonna choose the Hippocratic the Hippocratic oath or or base softball or softball I mean I think as I mean they've got they have to have in my mind 
if they have if they have gotten to the point where they all the ER doctors are leaving the ER unmanned like <laughs> once a week for like three hours while they drive out and play softball. Nobody against, get injured, okay? Against the other local business. Yeah, they leave a note that says everyone try real hard not to hurt themselves just, for the just, next three hours. If you if you feel any pain, just kind of walk it off. Yeah. So I think they had to have like before the season started, someone is has got to say, like, playing this game will relax us and will make us better doctors while we're in the ER. So sure, we won't be <laughs> there for like three hours, but like it's going to make us such better doctors that those three we're gonna make that three hours up and more over the course of the week. So like <laughs> it's actually hurting patients if we don't play <laughs> softball. You like won't you, <laughs> you won't believe how how much healing we will do when we're back on the yeah. job. It's a tremendous yeah, yeah. It's it's uh do you I think yeah, you've got to have somebody making that pitch just like right right off the bat. Right off the bat, they've got to be making the pitch. <laughs> and so, and so then, yeah, like, okay, there's someone knocking on the door. George Clooney's, you know, he's getting on his, he's putting on his softball uniform. Oh, um, like, what, what, what do you think? What do you think the ER softball uniform looks like? I mean, if it's anything like any other adult softball I have ever seen, it is a, uh, it is a, a T-shirt from a local T-shirt shop mm -hmm. that's got an off-brand baseball mascot on it that says like the e the er diamondbacks and it's got like a, <laughs> a vaguely yes. you know like not legally uh sort of infringing picture of a diamondback and then on the back it says something like sponsored by dave sub shop dave's yeah. we sell sandwiches uh <laughs> and then also a pair of jorts Mm -hmm. and and probably uh nike air monarchs okay good choice yeah i get your sliding jorts on so yeah gotta gotta get that that extra little friction to uh to slide well so yeah you gotta be able to stop you know you roll over on it's like court it's they've got cargo pockets these shorts you roll over <laughs> and you use the you use the velcro on the flap of the cargo park pocket to stop yourself uh, on a dime you can you, dime not only that but i bet you could you could at least store like a, a couple of cheating softballs in there if you needed to if you needed to win gimmick softballs <laughs> yeah like like if you needed to like if you if you just needed to like like switch out the softball or like or you miss you miss the ball and you hide it like you need you know, I'm, I'm cooking the books is what i'm trying to say here <laughs> the cooking the, the the corporate softball league books i love the idea that somebody's got like a like a, a 30 pound lead weight <laughs> lead weighted softball in their in their jorts you know, cargo pocket. Their pants are sort of lopsided. And I'm, let's just imagine it's George Clooney that's doing this, <laughs> and he's, you know, he he's playing like maybe shortstop or whatever. And you know, a George guy comes. Short <laughs> <laughs> I would so fucking tap if I didn't want to get. <laughs> I'm doing it. No, I'm doing it. I'm done. Oh. I'm done. No, shortstop, you did it, John. You did it. I'm done. Oh, I'm good. done. I'm in yes. this video. I'm tapping. Yes. Having a tap. Uh, God, I just fucking funny. George, oh, stop. I, You're not I, allowed to say shit like that anymore, John. <laughs> I, uh, I need to hear the rest of that thought, though. 
Oh, just the idea that yeah, he's got this like bulging pocket, and he catches a he catches a grounder, and then like he walks it over to the, I guess you know the other doctor, like the the one that stuck around with the glasses, and he mm-hmm. just like tries very you know non, like in a way that he's trying to hide it. He's he's putting he's pulling out the gimmick like lead weighted thirty pound <laughs> softball. <laughs> And replacing it with the game ball that they've been playing with. It's just he puts it in the guy's hand like the drop the pitcher's hand. He's like, Ugh. oh yeah, <laughs> like kind of it drops to the ground with his hand on holding it. To right? The- yeah. No, it's it's a real like Looney Tunes situation at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, then the, you know they've got their big the, the cleanup hitter like coming up next. And he throws this thirty pound ball and the guy swings as hard as he can. And it goes like four feet. <laughs> Annoying. But, then, but then they didn't think about it. They still got to tag him out. So someone, they're running around with these, uh, you know, hold this like massively weighted softball trying to catch up with them, but they can't do it. <laughs> God, this, this is funny. Yeah. Oh, like, God, this, I could pitch this. You, this could be, yeah. Andy, this could be an Andy Samberg movie. Yeah. We, I, let's get on some elevators, man. Let's make those pitches. <laughs> Base softball. Er, and the er is in the end of song. Yes, 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 yep, yes, yep. yes. I think we got a we got a high concept here, man. I think I can, think uh, you, I definitely think we could work short stop in there too. Maybe the short stop <laughs> is wearing George. Like, what are you, the short stop? That that's a that's a trailer line. Like right before, yep, like that's uh, a trailer line. God. Yeah, like right before, uh, like Blue Oyster Cult Burning for You starts playing or some shit like that. <laughs> Just. <laughs> For the like the little montage sequence, and, like where they like like definitely someone's ball. Like if you're oh. okay, if you're doing a baseball comedy movie and someone's balls do not get hit with the baseball or a bat, you're doing it wrong. So yeah, oh man, it's like it's like thirty percent nut shots. Like yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on board with that. And uh, then you've got to get that one song. Uh, Put me in, coach. That oh, one. Oh well, center field. Uh, John yeah, Fogarty. Center yeah, field. yeah, John. Fogarty. That's oh. that's how it kind of yeah. You've got like you start out playing that first song and it's you know it's it's a uh, uh guarantee you it starts out with andy samberg like waking up in bed and he looks hungover and it's the old school alarm clock and then it starts playing uh what did you say what song was that um well like the, the like the uh, center field no the one you mentioned oh uh burning for you uh, burning for yeah it's like a real classic rock heavy soundtrack yeah I mean, a real people pleaser and he wakes up and he's like a shitty ER doctor and they're someone's like ready for the softball game tonight. And like that really gets them going. And then they, you know, you cut smash cut over to the softball game. People are getting hit in the nuts. And if we don't win this softball game, the, they're going to shut the hospital down. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything rides on this. And definitely, definitely surgery happens to happen during the final game. Like, <laughs> like someone has to do open heart surgery <laughs> on the mound. Running around the bases. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you've got like two orderlies pushing this guy and on a stretcher and the doctor's <laughs> running along beside him. He's doing surgery and tagging bases. Yeah, and like he's getting like from each one. It was like scalpel getting it from the first baseman, getting like uh like 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 sedative from the second base, like going all the way through. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I would not watch this movie, but I, I'm just so amused at how reasonable this thing is to existing. 
I we, mean, uh, it's, it's so it's just right out there. It's the 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 there is a very thin veil between reality and the existence of softball or like we, it's so it's so thin. It's it's literally the only thing that that would the just this movie would happen if if like Kevin James listens to our podcast at any point. It's like he's no, doing it. He's doing it. Or Adam Sandler, he gets in, you know, one of his like 4000 movie Netflix deals. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Whatever. Rob Schneider in this too. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If, if that happens, you know, give us our cut. Come on. Like uh, we we know we know where you got this idea from. You know, we know you, you know, we're the guys. We're the softball er guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, wow, that was that was an episode of we created a thing. Do it another thing while watching another thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we that's how we roll. Yep. We're like three levels of creation deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> love it. Uh, so uh, that's 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 been our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you can, um, of course, follow us on social media. Send us an email questions at videodeathloop.com. It would be super cool to get some more Apple podcast ratings. That's what I'm down with these days. That's the that's the only rating I care about is Apple Podcasts. Um, unless there's another larger podcasting platform that I'm unaware of. Maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe. Like, have we have 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 we combined the podcasting platforms yet? Has has the great like a, podcast like a demolition man Taco Bell situation? Yeah, like, like podcast like Stitcher comes out on top. Like a combination podcast Taco Bell, yeah. Just, <laughs> yep. Like you get a free podcast with every uh, meal. So, <laughs> I th- yeah, that would. Yep, yep. <laughs> I have very little to say to that, but yep. <laughs> that that seems to be the correct amount. They're they're taking everything off the menu to add more podcasts. Is what they're doing <laughs> for Taco Bell. So, uh, so uh, folks, we appreciate it. Come back next week. John Hurst will be your host. Mm-hmm. He sure will. He sure will. Yeah, and I will be the co-host. Yeah, and uh, folks, have a good week. Till then, go play some softball by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Find a field. Find there, a field. Just by yourself. Just throw the toss the old the old softball 30, thirty pound softball around. Yeah, just just throw it to yourself. And if anyone asks, uh, I don't know. Maybe, like at that point, you probably have enough strength. You could throw it at them. So. Yeah, exactly. Yell that Batman sucks and runs run away. <laughs> that's that's how you do it. All right. See you next time, folks. Bye. Bye. Fans of video games, history, or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronauts. Each week, Bob Mackie and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Come on in. What can I get you? Sure, I've heard of Hair of the Dogcast. They're that podcast about video games and beer. From the latest gaming headlines to diving deep into the games of yesterday to sampling and reviewing craft beer from all over the world, Hair of the Dogcast is here for the gamer and beer lover in all of us. Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network.